Next Chapter Podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Next Chapter Podcast presents the Play On Podcast series, Coriolanus, Episode 4, There is a World Elsewhere. For the best listening experience, be sure to use headphones or earbuds. Don't forget to keep your friends close and your enemies closer. One word. I ask you, tribunes, hear just one word now. Peace, peace. Act like you claim as your country's servant and show self-control, not your born instinct to settle this violently. Sir, such cool methods may seem so sensible, but are very poisonous with disease this violent. Take hold of him and carry him to the rock. No, I'll die here. There's some among you who've seen me fight. Come, try and do now what you've seen me do. Put down that sword. Tribunes, withdraw a while. Take hold of him. Don't let him go. Help, He's a traitor. Marcius, help. Get him no. out. People, help. Stop, I need Marcius. Our and old. Go. Get back to your home. Be gone. Away. All will be lost otherwise. I beg you, dear friend. Get home to your house. Leave us to cure this sickness. It's a disease on all of us. You can't treat it yourself. Go now, I beg you. Go, sir, along with us. I wish they were barbarians. That they are. Litter born in Rome, not Romans, not them. Cattle birthed from the capital. No, come away. Go. Do not let your just anger speak. That time is due to come. I'll give my unwelcome advice to the unadvisable. We must piece this back together with any tool that takes. This man has spoiled his destiny. His nature is too noble for the world. He would not flatter Neptune for his trident or Jove for his power to make thunder. His heart's in his mouth. What beats in his chest, his tongue must vent. And when his anger takes him, he even forgets he's ever heard of death. Oh, I wish they were in the river. What ruin. Couldn't he speak calmly? Where 
that viper who depopulate the city and be everyone himself. You worthy tribunes. He will be thrown far off the traitor's rock with rough hands. He has so defied the law, and so then the law will deny him full trial, except for the weight of public opinion, which to him means nothing. He should know well the noble tribunes are the people's voices, and we are their hands. He will yes. be sure. We are the people's hands. Sir, peace. Do not go about slaughtering wildly, but instead just target within reason. Wait now, fellow. Tell me, how did you come to help him escape? Listen to me now. Because I know the Consul's strengths, I can also name his faults. Consul? What Consul? The Consul Coriolanus. <laughs> no Consul! No, 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 no! Oh, with the Tribune's permission, and if you good people allow me to be heard, please, I wish a word or two will cause no harm, just cost some of your time. Speak briefly then. For we are set determined to destroy this viperous traitor. To eject him from here holds us with danger, and to keep him here gives us our certain death. So it's done. He dies tonight. Oh, the good gods forbid that our renowned Rome, whose true devotion towards her own children is in Jove's scrolls at the Capitol, now will go against nature as a mother eating her own. He's a disease that must be cut away. Oh, he's just a limb that has a disease. Fatal to cut it off, to cure it easy. What's he done to Rome that deserves death? The blood he has lost killing our enemies, which I count as more blood than is in his body. He spilled there's more, all shed for his country. And to take what blood is left, to lose it to his country, who does that will suffer infamy to the end of the world. All twisted. Completely off. When he loved his country, it honored him. The foot's function. Once it has gangrene, it earns no respect for what the foot gave before. No more now. Chase him from his house and seize him there. If his infection can spread beyond him, see it passes no further. One more word, one word. When your tiger-footed rage realizes the damage of its unchecked haste, it will be too late to slow its heels. Allow time, or factions form. Some love him. They break out, and Rome is attacked by Romans. <laughs> what then? What are you saying? Have we not had a taste of his obedience? Our people have been struck. Brutus and I have been resisted. Consider this. He has been bred in wars since he could draw a sword, and is unschooled in more refined language. Flour and husks he mixes without notice. Allow me to go to him and convince him to answer now lawfully to the charges, in peace, for his own peril. Dear Tribunes, it is the humane way. The other course will prove too bloody, and the result we can't begin to know. Noble Meninius, you will then act as the people's defense. Peoples, lay down your weapons. Do not leave. Meet at the marketplace. We'll wait for you there, Meninius. If you do not bring Martius, we'll follow with our first plan. I'll bring him to you. Please accompany me, Senators. He must show, or what comes will be worse. Yes, let's get him.
Let them pull out my ears, then put me to death on the wheel, or at wild horses' hoofs, or pile me on ten hills at Trader's Rock, and heave me from such a height that the drop would fall beyond the sightline, and still I will remain the same as I am to them. I wonder if my mother will show support for me against those who she used to call sheep in their wool costumes, haggling for meager coins and yet quick to kowtow in halls, hats off to leaders, and then their mouths as open maws, dumb to respond when dare as I did to speak of war. Ah, speaking of you, my mother why did you want me to be milder? Wish that I fight against my nature. Prefer I play, not be the man I oh, am. Oh, dear, dear, dear. I wanted your power approved in full before you already had worn it out. Never mind now. It's done. You could have been the man you are without trying so hard to be nothing less. Less than the critiques of your character, like your uncontrolled rage you shot at them, but not before they lost power to stop you. And so let them hang. Oh, yes, and burn, too. Come, come, you have been too rough, too, too rough. You must return and fix it. There's no remedy, unless by not so doing, our good city cleave in the midst and perish. Please be advised. I have a heart as unmoving as yours, but a brain directing how I use anger to greater advantage. Well said, my lady. And me? Return to the tribunes. Well, then what? Then what? Regret what you have done. For them? I could not do that to the gods. I should do it for them. You're too solid which can make you more noble, but you can't act too noble in extreme moments. You yourself have said honor and strategy grow inseparable in war together. Allow that and tell me in what ways do the same two together lose in peacetime? Hush, hush. A good question. If it is part of your honor code in war to act in ways that you are not, use your strategies in war to get what you want. How is it worse that this same practice holds in peace as in war since they both seek to gain the same end? Why are you pushing this? Because now it falls to you to apologize to the people and not by your order nor by your hearts provoking you to act but you'd speak with a tongue rotely moving through a speech, have it spring falsely out of you and not from your true feelings. Now this would dishonor you no more than taking over the town with flattering words, which would otherwise make you trust luck and risk your blood. No. I would conceal my true nature if it puts my fortunes and friends at risk. That would be true honor. On behalf of your wife, your son, senators and nobles. Yet you would instead show these fools of the populace how you can frown upon them rather than effort flattery to gain approval and protect what they could ruin without it. Noble lady. <sighs> Come with us, speak reasonably. You may heal not only what is presently dangerous, but what has been lost in the past. Dear son, 
Go with them, with my head in your mind, and bow it down to them. Ha! Do this as they wish, your knee kissing stone. For in this business, action is sufficient, and in the eyes of the ignorant, more eloquent than what you can tell them. But by bowing your head, which then covers up your pride, you are humble as the ripest mulberry that is too soft to touch. Once again, tell them you are their soldier, and being bred in battles has made you rough, and now you do avow, not fitting to ask of their support as you did, but here forward they have all your powers and abilities. <sighs> Done thus, as she says, why, their hearts will be yours, for they have forgiveness. If solicited, given freely as the nonsense they speak. Please, go and yield to them. <laughs> Though I know your wish is to follow your enemy to hell before flattering them in private. Cominius! I've been in the marketplace, and, sir, you ought to bring strong support or defend with peace, or by not showing. All are angered. Only speak contritely. That may pass if he can hold his temper. He must and will. Please now, agree to it and go do it. I must go show them my head with no helmet? I must give my honest heart a lie for my tongue to tell? Well, I will do it then, but... If there's a single lot to be lost, this mound of me, Martius, will be what they grind to dust and throw to the wind. To the marketplace. You've cast me in a role I can't perform to its full life. Come, come, we'll prompt you. <laughs> Please now, sweet son, as you yourself have said, my praising made you a soldier first, so to gain my praise for this, perform a part you have not done before. Well, I must, then. Off with my true nature. Enter into me the will of a whore. My voice pitched for battle in concert with war drums. Now will be piped tiny as the eunuch or high as the lady that lulls babies asleep. Smiles of servants camp in my cheeks and tears of schoolboys hold the view in my eyes. A beggar's tongue moves through my lips and my knees that once bowed in armor, now bend for alms. I will not do it, lest I cease to honor my own truth, and what my body does without its soul will teach my mind a newly inbred baseness. Ah, it's your choice, then. My begging you is greater dishonor than you begging them. It is all ruined. Your mother ought to share your pride more than fear its danger, for I stand to death as boldly as you do. Do as you will. Your bravery was mine. You sucked it from me. But your pride is owned by you. Please be content. Mother, I am going to the marketplace. Berate me no more. I'll bamboozle them, cheat their hearts from them, and come home beloved by all the tradesmen in Rome. Look, I'm gone. Give word to my wife. I'll return, consul. 
Then don't doubt what my tongue can do to gain its wishes through flattery. Do as you will. Go. The tribunes await you. I've heard they are ready with accusations. Yes, it'll be worse than what you've received already. Arm yourself to respond mildly to them. The word is mildly. Please now let us go. Even if they falsify charges, I will answer in my honor. I, but mildly. Well, mildly it is then, mildly. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Push this point home on charges against him. He aims to be tyrant ruling this state. If he avoids that charge, expose him for his malice toward the people. Hey, where do you think you're going? You there. Get out of my way. Where's Coriolanus? He's coming. Accompanied with? With old Meninius and those senators that always favored him. Bring the people to the assembly now. And when they hear me say this, it will be so as rights of the common people. They then will shout back in response to all charges. For fine, they cry fine. If death, cry death. We'll keep the people's traditional rights and power in the truth of the cause. I will inform them. And when that time comes that they are shouting out, tell them not to stop. Let their calls create an uproar that presses immediate action on all charges to be carried out. Very well. Get them prepared to be ready for this sign. When they hear it, they shout back. Get to it. I will, sir. Move aside! Move aside! It will fly him in a rage instantly. He's used to always winning and acting contrary all the while. But once he's lit, he can't rein back his temper. Then he'll speak what's in his heart. And that is what provides us evidence to break his neck. Well, here he comes. Peacefully, I call on you. Yes, just like a stableman hunting down cheap coin, no concern being called foul. Honored gods, keep Rome safe and fill our tribunes with pure men. Plant love everywhere. Line our temples with throngs chanting for peace, not fighting war in our streets. Yes, amen. A noble wish. Come close, peoples. Listen to your tribunes. Quiet, hear this. First, hear me speak. Talk. Calm, peoples. Will I be charged any more than this? All is decided now? I demand to know if you yield to the people's votes, acknowledge their officers, and submit to suffer punishment for such crimes that will be proven against you. I agree. Here, citizens, he states that he agrees. Consider his services in war. Cite the many wounds his body bears, which count like graves for enemies fought. Twig scratches scars to laugh at is all. Consider further that he does not speak like a civilian, for he commands as a soldier. 
Don't take his rougher speech for malevolent sounds. But as I say, this style suits a soldier and doesn't aim to spite you. What is the issue? That after being named consul with your votes, I'm now so degraded that within an hour, you strip it off. You answer to us. Say then. We charge you with conspiring to undo Rome's established order, to then construct an hierarchy with you as tyrant, making you a traitor to the people. With restraint, your promise. May the people fall to fires in lowest hell! Call me their traitor, you slanderous tribune! If your eyes held 20,000 deaths, if your hands clutched as many millions, and your lying tongue took both those numbers, still I would say you lie in a voice as honest as when I pray to the gods. See this, people! Peace! We should not add more sparks to his heat now. What you have seen him do and heard him speak, beating your officers, cursing you all, opposing laws with attacks, and here, defying the great powers who are trying him, this too, a capital crime he has committed. So extreme, it deserves death. He served Rome so well. You babble of service. I speak of what we know. Ha! What you know? Is this the promise you made your mother? You should know that this is... No! I will know no further. Let them announce my death from Traitor's Rock. Vagabond exile, whipping, captive lingers, fed only a grain a day. I wouldn't buy their mercy at the cost of one good word or check my courage for what they can give to even have to say good day. In the name of the people and in our power, we tribunes banish him from the city for crimes that live within him, which outwardly showed his envy of the people, his open hostile pronouncements as he sought to take their power. He did so in the face of justice and against those who hold order for the people. Now he will not ever enter the gates of Rome. If so, he will be instantly thrown from off of Traitor's Rock. In the name of the people, let it be so. He's banished away! My masters and my common friends! He's sentenced, no more hearing. Let me speak. I have been consul and can show Rome all the wounds I have from her enemies. I do love my country's good with a respect more tender, holy, and profound than my own life, my dear wife's honor, or her offspring and treasures of my bearing. So I would state that we know your side. State what? There's no more to be said, but he is banished as enemy to the people and his country. It will be so. It will be so! with your hateful breath reeking of swamps. Your praising of me, I value like dead carcasses of unburied men. How you corrupt my air. I banish you. Let you stay with your uncertainty. Let each feeble rumor shake your hearts. Each sight of your enemy's helmet feathers fan you into despair. 
continue to banish those who defend you, till at last your ignorance, which knows not a thing till it finally feels something, leaving you holding just yourselves, always your own foes, it leads you to be captured by a nation that'll beat you without blows. I despise you all and this city, so I turn my back. There is a world elsewhere. him pass through the gates and view him as he has viewed you with complete contempt. Torment him as deserved. Let a guard attend us through the city. Next chapter the play podcast, on podcast series, the play on podcast Coriolanus series was translated into modern English verse by Sean San Jose and directed for the best by listening Keith experience. Wisniewski. Be sure to use episode scripts or were adapted and produced by Catherine Eaton. Sound design and engineering by Daniel Benjamin. Mix engineer Larry Walsh. Mix engineer Sadaharu Yagi. Original Music Composition by Palmer Heffron. Executive Producer, Michael Goodfriend. Senior Producer, Miriam Lauba. Managing Producer, Robert Capadona. Coordinating Producer, Taylor Bailey. Line Producer, Priscilla Villanueva. Casting by the Telsey Office, Karen Castle, CSA. and. Ada Karamanian. The cast is as follows. Andrus Nichols as Brutus and others. Cheney Waits as Larcius and others. Ching Valdez Aaron as Volumnia. Denaya Esperanza as Coriolanus. Jamie Ann Romero as Valeria and others. Kim One as Ophidius, Virgilia and others. Lena Klingerman as Citizens and Others. Nancy Rodriguez as Sicinius and Others. Namuna Cisse as Nicanor, Soldiers, Citizens and Others. Petrina Murray as Meninius. Vanessa Kai as Comenius. Zoe Tip as Adrian, Young Martius, Soldiers, Citizens and Others. Additional support was provided by voice and text coach Julie Foe. Podcast mastering by Greg Cortez at New Monkey Studio. And production dramaturgy by Amrita Ramanan. The senior manager of business operations and partnerships at Next Chapter Podcasts is Sally Cade Holmes. The play on podcast series Coriolanus is produced by Next Chapter Podcasts and is made possible by the generous support of the Hits Foundation. 
Visit ncpodcast.com for more about the Play On podcast series. Visit playonshakespeare.org for more about Play On Shakespeare. Hear more about the Play On Shakespeare podcast series by listening to bonus content at ncpodcast.com, where you'll find interviews with the artists, producers, and engineers who brought it all to life. Don't forget to keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Next Chapter Podcasts.